Okay, team, welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. This is your host, Jay Nixon, as always, and this is the 12 Days of Gratitude series. Today is day number four, and today I've got my brother on. If you guys listen to the show, you know that Tommy Baker and I um, have been on each other's shows probably, I don't even more than a handful of times, and we'll probably continue to be on each other's shows for as long as it is that we do this, because we just vibe. We just get each other. I am so grateful and thankful for him. He is like a brother to me, and I am excited to share him with you today. I've promised you guys that these episodes are going to be between 10 and 20 minutes long. If you've ever heard Tommy and I banter, that may be challenging today. We're going to do our very best, but I can promise you one thing. You will leave today's show with an immense sense of gratitude and an immense sense of awesomeness, because I promise you, we will bring that to you. All right, guys, saddle up and get ready for Thomas Baker. My brother, Tommy Baker, welcome to the show, my man. Pumped to be here, man. Thank you for having me on today. As you guys, if you listen to the show, you know that Tommy is the most, I was gonna say, he's definitely the most requested, but definitely, I mean, nobody's been on my show as many times as Tommy, and nobody probably will be. So if you're out there trying to get that number, just go for number two, baby, because you're probably not going to get don't it. Don't even try. Don't even try. Just just, just don't even try. Take the L, stand on the podium, number two <laughs> slot. Not a big, and I, we're kidding around, but here's the reason I say that is because if I need something, if I just need to clear my own brain, sometimes I'm like, I call Tommy, I'm like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And it's like, it's therapy for me. It's like coaching for both of me us. Me too, like, man. We end up being in such a better place afterwards. So you guys just get the benefit of listening to two dudes. And I say this all the time. We what well, we had dinner what like a month ago or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like it, it's it both feels like it was yesterday and also like six months ago. But it was it was recently, yeah, fairly and, recently. And and this would be the same chat that we probably had at dinner or some version of it or something like that. So you guys know why I'm doing the twelve days of gratitude. The question that I've gotten the most over the course of the last, I mean, since March when I started calling this opportunity 2020, is everybody kept asking me like. Can you, are you really grateful, Jay? You talk about it all the time. You say you get up every day and it's part of your daily rituals and blah, 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 blah. How are you so grateful? How are you hopeful? How do you have belief with so much chaos in the external world? So my thought is, listen, I'm going to bring on 11 people that I love, that I respect, that I'm grateful for. And I'm going to let them tell you their version. So if you can't see it in me, you're going to find it in one of these 11 people or a combination of. And the goal of this 12 days is for you to come out of that on December 24th, which is the last episode, ready to tackle 2021, regardless of what it throws at you. So Tommy, I'm just going to hit you with the first question. It's how have you found gratitude during such an extremely external, and I say external because election, pandemic, everything else like chaos in the outside world, how have you found gratitude in such a chaotic time? Yeah. I mean, the, the number one thing that comes up is, um, what's, 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 what's the alternative, you know, it's like our, wherever our focus goes, it's just going to expand and we're going to get more of. So if we want to put our focus on how nothing is working, if we want to put our focus on the election, if we want to put our focus on conspiracy theories, if we want to put our focus on all of these things that are robbing us of our clarity, um, that's just, we're just going to get much more of the same over and over and over. So it's going to go from 
maybe like a level two and, and let's face it, it's, everybody has a level of noise and we know it's out there and we can feel the energy. So maybe for you, it's a level two or level four or level eight, but if you focus on it, there's only one place that's going to go and it's going to go up. So what I do is really simple. I just lower the bar of gratitude. I go to the smallest possible thing. So for me, the practice involves being out in Arizona and hiking, but it's really simple. Um, I think about the fact that my heart is still beating. I think about the fact that the sun rose. I think about the fact that um, I have legs to experience some lactic acid and a little bit of pain in my legs when there's a lot of kids in Phoenix Children's Hospital who don't have that access. And so when you lower the bar from a deeply authentic place, you know, when I say those, I feel those like in my heart deeply. Um, they can sound like Instagram platitudes and I can assure you it's not. And that's one of the things with gratitude. I know you connect with this, Jay. It's like gratitude has become so plastic. It has become so um, tossed around like it's nothing. But if you're really, really, really grateful, if you close your eyes and you take yourself to that place, you feel it in your heartstrings no matter what. And that small shift, that small shift to your day, that's everything. And so when I do that, when I'm out on the mountain, I don't see separation. In fact, during election day, because I knew it was tense and I could feel the tents and, uh, and Arizona is a swing state as well. So even more, um, I said hi to every single person on, uh, you know, hiking and it wasn't just high, they turned into conversations. And so by tapping into gratitude, I opened up for possibility. And so even if my narrative was, I can feel the energy that's happening today, my reality was, was different. Yeah. There was some energy that was off. Um, but Every single person I came across was heartfelt, was genuine, was smiling. We didn't ask each other about political affiliation, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, that's a ramble. No, but it's, it's not. It's lower the bar. Ramble. Yeah. Lower the bar, raise the intensity, right? Lower the bar, raise the intensity. That's the way to do it. And like I said, what's the alternative? And to me, the alternative is I, I'm more distracted. Uh, I'm less committed. Uh, I, I can't serve anybody around me, let alone myself or the people around me. Um, and during these times, this is why we do the work. This is why you listen to the podcast, right? Yeah. Like people that listen to this podcast, you're not the average person who's complaining about stuff. And so gratitude is, is the pathway to step into this. This is a classic version guys of why, when I say this is going to be 10 to 20 minutes, I lied. So we have to expand on that a little bit because you tell me, here's what happens. Here's what I, here's what I believe happens. Here's what I see happen. External world, extremely chaotic, right? A massive amount of noise, like you said, and, and sometimes like you try to turn the volume down and it's like, it's almost like, you know, you turn it down and then all of a sudden, like it just goes back up. Right. And, and there's it's broken. Of, yeah. The handle yeah. is broken. Yeah. You can't get it on. You can't get it where you, where you want it because it's just constantly yeah. coming in and it's even stuck on the wrong station. Sometimes you're like, I hate this station, but you can't change it. The average thoughts go to, okay. When I think about gratitude, they go to, they go to the reverse of what you said. They think, oh, I have to think of the most grandiose, biggest thing that I'm grateful for because it's going to take something massive to, to counteract the mm. size and the volume of the external stimuli. And what Tommy said is so true. The smallest gratitude is powerful enough to overcome the largest level of volume. I, I hope that makes sense. I didn't articulate that beautifully, but I think, I know Tommy knows what I'm saying. And so what, what do you think about that? Do you see that? Yeah. And that's, that's the power of lowering the bar. And, you know, furthermore, you know, when I think of gratitude, I don't always think of being grateful for external things that are happening to me that are good. I.e. I, my podcast had 
huge downloads one day or a client paid their biggest invoice. Like that's anybody can do that. That's gratitude when you're, you know, on the flight to Cabo having a cocktail, yeah. like anybody can be grateful for that. That's easy. That's cheap. That's synthetic. I'm not interested in that. For me, my definition of like true personal mastery is can you be grateful for the challenges that you're experiencing? Can you be grateful for some of the contrast? So I'll give you an example. Like I had two weeks where um, I like two months ago or whatever it was, where uh, on these trail runs, sadness was hitting me every day. So I was like the first day. Okay. And I let, let her flow normal second day, let her flow. And I was like, okay, well, this is something's coming through me. I'm not going to analyze it. I don't have to go to the therapist. It's just sadness was coming through me. And I was very grateful for that sadness. I could have judged myself. I'm the guy that everybody sees as positive. It's like all of that BS, but I chose to just be grateful for that. Why? Because there's contrast. If I, it personally, if I don't allow myself to feel sadness, there's no way I'm going to allow myself to feel the highest level of joy because we need that contrast in our lives. So lower the bar. And can you be grateful for some of the challenges that you're experiencing? When my, when all of this started, you know, my coaching business uh, went down 50% revenue, like overnight. Um, and yeah, the initial jolt, you get jolted, but then you're like, oh, what am I learning from this? And not again, it's like, we have to say that, but from an empowered place, right. not from a, oh, every failure is a learning lesson, like all of these cheap platitudes, but like, what, what am I actually learning from this? Right. Uh, I learned so many things about my business and the way that I was set up that wasn't created for endurance, for long-term you know, growth during times of challenge. And so it made me a better business person, a better creator, et cetera, et cetera. Lower the bar, keep it simple. I experienced the exact identical thing. It, it was a, a lot of times an adversity or a challenge or, or whatever label you want to put on an obstacle is simply an unanswered question, right? It gets, gives you an opportunity to answer a different question for yourself. And, and you're right. Like a lot of people say, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? And that's really, that's super cliche. That's really easy to say. But when you really do that, like when you really like let, let yourself feel that uncomfortableness and then you like answer the questions as to, okay, you know, my coaching business did go down 50%. Well, what's the question here? Like what, what answer do I need so that I yeah. can turn this into an opportunity and not just a cliche on the internet, right? And so I think that's, exactly. where, that's where you're at. That's what I try to do. And so you guys listening, like, don't be satisfied with, you know, just like, you know, well, this is a, t you know I mean? Like, the, like Tommy said, like reading the memes and the, and the quotes and the things of that, those are great for like momentary, like, okay, that jolted me out of that. But if you get caught up in the cliche-ness of it, and that's probably not even a word, but you get caught up in just like the recital of that and not the work that actually comes with why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? That's where you get stuck. And then that's where you start to use that false gratitude of like, you know, just going through the motions. Like, well, I'm grateful and thankful for this or that. And like, you know, so what Tommy's saying is like, find gratitude in those dark places and then turn it into opportunities. And I think that is a really unbelievable tool that he, Tommy just shared with you that, that everyone listening to the call could take that and run with. Next question, and we're gonna elaborate on this more deeply. And you've already kind of done this. How is that gratitude, your practice of gratitude, like you talk about like the trail runs and, and all of those things, how has that served you this year? And I know gratitude always, yeah. you're, you're a gratitude guy, but this year in yeah. particularly with so much, so much noise. 
Yeah, it's it becomes that North Star compass that sets the tone for the day. You know, and, and even pre-COVID, pre all of this stuff that's going on, if you're looking for scarcity, if you're looking for chaos, you will guaranteed find it because it's coming at all angles 24 seven. And it's now attached to our fifth, our fifth limb, which is the phone. Yeah. And um, it's, it's inescapable. And so with this can't be a passive practice. This can't be something you just wait for the heavens to open and have the perfect day of gratitude. A lot of those morning trail runs was me exhausted. A lot of those morning trail runs was me after realizing that my business was coming down. A lot of those morning trail trail runs was when I was having um, differing, being pulled from different places and feeling disoriented. It doesn't matter. If I don't set the compass for the day, I know I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. And so that's how it served me to have just a clear lens and a clear path. Um, So I don't get stuck in that, in that mud, because like I said, if we're looking for it, during these times. And we've seen so many people, I've seen so many great people. I've seen leaders, people that call themselves leaders, you know, are influencing other people, you know, spewing stuff that's just ridiculous um, and doing a lot of people a disservice. And uh, thank God there's a mute button on social media because I've muted more people during this time than ever before. But it's about starting your day with a compass of gratitude. And there's no no one on the planet can tell me if they don't do that consistently, they don't feel emotionally better, emotionally more equipped. They don't attract better opportunities, even slightly five, 10% here and there. Yeah. All of that stuff adds up. You said disservice and that hit, that hit me like a ton of bricks because you said those, you know, the, the people out there spewing the, the negativity and the hate and the, the craziness and whatever, they're doing a lot of people a disservice. And then if you bring that down to like a, a very, small level they're doing themselves a massive disservice because like tommy keeps saying and i hope you guys aren't missing this what you focus on you will get more of so if you are spending time in a negative debate challenging people and and saying things that you would never say in a public place or or to your mother you're going to get more of that same negativity thrown it's like the boomerang effect what you put out is going to come directly back to you so the disservice that those people are doing is really to themselves. And so you guys who aren't utilizing a practice of gratitude and really getting like, you know, deep with it, you're doing yourself a disservice because it's going to be so much easier for you to be distracted. I guarantee you, I know this for a fact because I know Tommy really well. And I'll even tell you this, we had probably a three hour dinner on a couple a month ago. And not one thing was about politics. Not one thing was about C-19. Not one thing was about (laughs) the drama or negativity or whatever. So there are plenty. And we didn't check our phone once. Nobody checked their phone once. Nobody had a phone out. There are plenty of things to talk about. People are like, what are you going to talk about? This is all there is. I'm like, if that's all there is, then it's really imperative that you finish this episode and then go back to the very beginning of this episode and listen again, because there's way more to what we're doing here, guys, than the external um, noise and nonsense. I talk about like my, my personal ecosystem, like my, my house, like my, who, who am I corresponding with on a daily basis? That's controllable, right? I know if I call Tommy, I'm not going to get negativity, drama, nonsense. <laughs> if I call- I'm not going to troll you. <laughs> right. There's a million people that you, you probably talk to on this little thing that you know what you're going to get, it, but you call them anyway, right? You focus on that anyway. Yeah. And so I think that's a great thing is, is that Tommy knows that every morning he has to get up and it has to be his North Star- or he's going to be easily distracted and easily 
you know, and that's, and that's regardless of thoughts, feelings, emotions, moods, and circumstances, totally. right? So if you can be grateful, regardless of all of those, regardless, you have thought, all oh, this thing isn't going to work, or you're in a low mood, it has to be regardless of that. But yeah, great point. And, and by the way, mute, like that mute button, like we're in control of that. You can turn newsfeed off. You can do news, newsfeed eradicator. Yeah. Taylor and I are often um, taking the apps off our phones. We have a lockbox. Like you have to make it unavailable. Yeah. If that's important to you. If your mental sanity is important to you and you want to start, start your day in the, off, in, in the right place, make it unavailable. It's like the, don't have the unhealthy food in the house. Don't have the pizza laying around. Yeah. Availability is 90% of the battle. Yeah. It's hard to eat a donut if the donut's not in the house. It's challenging, right? <laughs> you got to go get it. You got to make some effort. Only the most committed will do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're, you got to be committed to that donut and then you'll go get it. And so I think that's a, that's a really <laughs> cool thing is like, I want, to, I want to bring this back to like the simplicity of this. So what Tommy said earlier was when you're thinking about gratitude, like sometimes often when he's doing his trail runs, um, he thinks about this, the awesomeness of having two legs when there's children right down the, you know, the road that in, in the children's hospital that don't have that ability. Right. And so, and like he said, that sounds like it's, well, of course, Tommy, everybody's grateful for that. Right. You know what I mean? he authentically means that. Like it's an authentic, genuinely deep thought that goes through his brain. So really get yourself in a place where you can experience that type of like real honest, like gratitude. Brother, what is, um, what else you got going on? I mean, can I, can I, I'm going to ask it if we have to delete it. We'd have to delete it. I mean, well, you, you put it on the social media. What's going on with the new book? It's, uh, it's in process, man. It's in that, as you know, it's in that messy process between, yeah. uh, uh, you know, this, the starting and the end and you're in the middle and it's like the, it's like mile, uh, uh, four, 14 of the marathon, you're past halfway, but you're also realizing that you still have halfway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I was like, you know, I was telling, we were talking with Taylor yesterday and, um, I, I was like, we were talking about, I was like, that thing is consuming so much of my mental, physical real estate. Yeah. And, uh, and we kind of realized I was like, like, I felt very, speaking of gratitude, I felt so grateful to have that priority in my life, take up so much of what's I'm focusing on, what I'm doing, because otherwise when we have a vacuum of no priorities, when we have a vacuum of no projects, when we have a vacuum of nothing that we're aiming towards, um, that's when all that, that's when all the noise just becomes tempting because it's, it's right there. It's cheap. It's synthetic. It's has dopamine, serotonin, and all of those things. And so in, in the middle, but, uh, my legs are cramping up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I my hands just, are cramping up actually. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I asked for a selfish reason. I just want to read it. I don't really give a shit about anybody else. Like I just want to get my hands on it. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to get an extra. I have to talk about this because Tommy and I had this conversation a little bit before. You guys are going to get what I'm going to call a bonus five out of us. Oh, we bonus just, five. Let's do it. We were just having a little bit of a chat before, um, as we often do, and we were just kind of talking about discipline and how it's difficult sometimes to, when people, because Tommy's an extremely disciplined human being. Like he's very ritualistic. His habits are solid. His standards are immensely high. You guys know me. I'm the exact same way. And we both get this question often. How are you so disciplined? And it's almost as if they're speaking to us like we're an alien or some kind of like unrealistic creature. And Tommy said something that was very, very just simplistic. It's actually easier to be disciplined than it is to be undisciplined. Wrap on that for one sec, Tommy. I mean, 
Yeah. And, and, and what you said is so true. And, and I've done this to people as well. You know, I see somebody who's showing up every day when I was stuck and I was like, oh my God, they have this. And uh, as Lisa Nichols says, you want to make me extraordinary because it lets you off the hook. And we've all done that to somebody else. We're like, oh my God, they're superhuman. They came from this place. They're from this zip code and they had these parents. Um, and when you actually just zoom in, in 99% of the cases, um, it's not true. They're just, they've made that a habit. And I know you, you talk so much about habits, but it's like, what if you can make discipline? What, what the outside world deems as, as very disciplined, you know, cause when you say that to me, like I'll, I'll take the compliment of course, and my ego gets all excited, but deep down, like I don't associate with any, that's anything special because yeah, again, it's harder not to do it than to do it. Like for me to not write every day, you would literally, literally, I'm not even kidding. You would, cause I've written when I was had uh, intense sickness, food poisoning, was making love to the porcelain in the bathroom. Like I've, it, you have to strap me into not doing it. Yeah. And so how do we do that? How do you, how do you cross that chasm chasm? Well, like you said, the small little things every single day, as much of your discipline and success as you can put on autopilot through small, simple daily actions. Again, no grandiose things, just small, simple daily actions. I don't know when it's going to happen for you. It might happen on day three, day 15, day 66, day 90 or day 120. But I can assure you at some point during that timeline in less than 120 days by doing it, it will become harder not to do it than do it. And that's the best part about the human wiring is that we can habituate towards things that serve us like, what people call discipline and commitment and all that stuff. But we can also, dis we can also habituate to adapting to what people call laziness or yeah. drifting or toxicity. And so the question is, we have this incredible habit mechanism, right? The fact that we don't have to remind ourselves every day to brush our teeth and learn how to brush our teeth and learn how to take a shower. I mean, think about that. We'd spend our whole days just brushing our teeth and taking a shower. Yeah. That's amazing. So let's use that wisely. And that's how we, you know, I really, here's, here's the punchline, which just came up. Discipline is not a trait. Discipline is a habit. Totally. It's, it's really a decision. Somebody said to me yesterday, they were talking about like how they have this bad habit of blank with food. And I said, that's amazing because what you've, what you've now recognized in yourself is you have the ability to create a habit. And I can assure you of this, when we replace that habit, that soft, negative, weak sauce habit with this new powerful positive habit came over because you've already proven that you can be consistent. You've already proven that you can be committed. You've already proven that you're disciplined enough to do something. It just hasn't been the thing that's going to serve you. So all we're going to do is shift a little bit of energy. And then there were, it was almost like I, it was almost like they were like, shit. Damn it. That's amazing well, though. You're right. But I don't want it to be that easy, Tom. I don't want that to be true, Tom. Because if that's true, then I'm in control of my own. <laughs> I'm on the hook. I don't want to be in control of my own life. That's BS, man. I gotta blame somebody. No, I like that because some people are very disciplined at plopping on the couch and crushing the Kardashians with a pint of ice cream every morning, every day. Like 100%. they're just world class at that. And yeah. so. <laughs> and and, and Tommy said something the other day. Like we were talking about. Somebody asked me. They were like, "Do you ever take a day off?" And it's it's not that I don't like days. I love it when I'm in Maui with Lori and I'm like, do you want to go on a walk on the beach? Would you like to get a, a cocktail? Do you want to do, love those days? Knowing me, I've probably already snuck in some work that morning because I love it. And Tommy said this very same thing. When you find something you love, 
it is not, it's not, it's, you have to almost be forced not to do it. So for, for me, and I know this is true for Tommy, that's working out and it's, it's this, it's like, it's, it's this, it's talking to a client, it's creating an email, it's, it's like making a program, it's like trying to change somebody's life, that's what I'm committed to, and I know that's what you're committed to, and if you tell me I can't yeah. do that, we're, I'm probably going to want to fist fight, you and I haven't fist fought somebody since I was in high school. A hundred percent, man, a hundred percent, and that's, and that's, that's, everybody can get there, it's not yeah. just for Jay, it's not just for me, it's not just yeah. for somebody you look up to, every single person can get there, it's, it's, we're hardwired to it. Yeah. I mean, listen, there is zero special about me. I'll tell you that. Like, I'm just willing to do shit that most people won't well, do. Well, what about the hair? You got you to mention the hair. Listen, I mean, that that's for a whole different show. <laughs> the and coconut this, oil. <laughs> this, yeah, there's some things in here right now that I can't even talk of, like some proprietary stuff, like NASA's involved. Like, there's a bunch of high-level people involved, man. Maybe even NATO. I can't talk about it. You're going to get me in trouble. Brother... I mean, listen, I mean, I, we, I could, we could literally just fucking do this for an hour and a half, two hours, four hours, whatever it is. I'm going to let you go because I want that book to get done. But I want to say thank you for being somebody that I am immensely grateful for, somebody that I, I look up to as a brother. And when I say that, you know, I don't say that lightly. I tell you, I love you. And I mean that with 100% full truth. Um, but I just want to thank you for doing this for me and, and just being a part of my life. Anytime, man. Super grateful for you, how you show up that, you know, we had that dinner a month ago and it's like, I still have, you know, that's the energy of being surrounded with like-minded people, heart-centered people. I still have it from that dinner. I don't even know how long ago it was like, we still have it. And that's, that's the power of what you're doing here. So deep appreciation for having me, man. Dude. All right, brother. I'll talk to you next time in Arizona. Do it. Peace.